Hello, welcome back to our Christmas devotionals, looking at the characters in Matthew's version of the story. Today, it's time to think about the wise men. Matthew is the only person who includes the stories of the wise men in his gospel. And this is how it goes. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. We call them wise men, but Matthew calls them Magi. And the word Magi is related to our word magician. So the story of the wise men is the story of the magicians. These aren't pick a card, any card, pull a rabbit out of the hat kind of magicians who are just out to wow the crowds on ancient Near East Scott talent. These are people who have a fundamental conviction that there is more to the world than meets the eye, that the natural and the supernatural are intimately interwoven. And so these men interpret dreams and predict the future and read the stars. And they've been studying the skies, checking their constellations for the latest updates and trending topics, and a star rises that catches their attention. Now, exactly what this saw, some astronomers have tried to work it backwards. So it could have been Halley's Comet in 12 BC, uh, it could have been the conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn in 7 BC, or when the moon covered Jupiter the next year, or maybe a supernova in 5 BC. But whatever they saw, they interpret it as the birth of a king. And they set out on a long journey of over 400 miles to travel to the land of the Jews. How exactly did they get from seeing the star to that? Well, they're from the east, maybe Persia, which is modern-day Iran, or maybe neighbouring Babylon, which is modern-day Iraq. And Babylon is where a community of Jews still stayed after their whole nation had been exiled there. So the Magi probably heard Jewish tales of their coming king, maybe even read some of the Jewish texts. And those stories, combined with this star, set them off looking for a king in the land of the Jews. These magi were awake to the magic of the world, and ultimately that led them to Jesus. There's a lot of talk about the magic of Christmas, and that's more than marketing or fluffy sentimentalism, because there really is more to this world than meets the eye. Like the supernatural and the natural really are intimately interwoven. So this Christmas, be awake to the magic of the world and let it lead you to Jesus. Let the magic of family and friends lead you to the God who is love, who made you for connection and connects to you through Jesus. Let the magic of food lead you to Jesus who satisfies our deepest hungers. Let the magic of gifts lead you to Jesus who gives you his life and his spirit so that you can have his hope and his healing. So the Magi arrive in Jerusalem and they ask, where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? Interestingly, they're looking for a king, not a prince who will grow up to be a king. And Herod, who's the official king, is disturbed about the new king on the block. And when Herod is disturbed, the whole city's disturbed because Herod is a power-hungry, relative murdering narcissist. More on him next episode. Uh, he consults the scholars who quote the ancient prophet Micah that the king will be born in Bethlehem. 
And the story continues. After they heard the king, the magi went on their way. The star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. You can imagine them arriving in Bethlehem, asking around. Maybe they hear about the poor couple who arrived heavily pregnant when the census was called. Maybe they bump into some shepherds who tell them about a dramatic night with angels and a baby born in a shed. Going into the house, the Magi saw the child with Mary, his mother. So they're not in a stable now. This is when Jesus is a bit older. They go in and they see Jesus. They fell down and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. These are expensive gifts. Gold is a precious royal metal. Frankincense is a sweet smelling gum that's extracted from tree branches and myrrh is a valuable spice that's used as a perfume. Uh, the three gifts, which is why we often think of there being three wise men, but we don't know that for sure. There could have been eight or 17. In fact, next time you sing We Three Kings, just throw in a random number. So these magi, they give expensive gifts because they recognise how much Jesus deserves to be honoured. We're used to the Magi being in the Christmas story, and so we can miss the oddness of this. Why do these men travel so far to meet the King of the Jews? It's hundreds of miles, and contrary to popular opinion, there were no taxis or cars or scooters. And yes, they're coming to meet a new ruler, but it's a new ruler of a small, obscure foreign country. It's like you hiking across Europe because you've heard that there's a new prime minister in Slovenia. Why would they do that? And why would Matthew think it's important to tell us about them? Well, Matthew starts his gospel by saying, this is the genealogy of Jesus, the King, the Messiah. And he's constantly talking about the kingdom. Matthew wants us to know that like the Magi realized, Jesus is the King of the Jews. And that is a fact that has worldwide implications. The Jewish nation had always been blessed to be a blessing to all nations. God's rule had always been intended to burst the boundaries of Israel and cover the entire world. So Jesus is the king of the Jewish people, which means Jesus is the king of all people. Matthew's original audience was Jewish and they'd be familiar with the Old Testament. And when they hear about these magi giving gold and frankincense, they would immediately have thought of what the prophet Isaiah had said about their country. This is Isaiah 60. Look, thick darkness covers the earth, but the Lord rises over you. Nations will come to your light and kings to your bright dawn. Wealth and riches will be brought to you. People from far away will come carrying gold and incense, celebrating the Lord. So this story about the Magi is part of the fulfilment of that prophecy of kings and nations coming to the land of the Jews. By the way, this passage is why the Magi are sometimes called kings. So Jesus is the king of the Jewish people, which means that Jesus is the king of all people. Jesus is the true king of this nation, which means Jesus is the true king of all nations. And that is what the Magi realised. In Christmas celebrations, 
Jesus, the whole reason Christmas even exists, is often ignored or dismissed. Even as Christians in the busyness, it is easy to sideline him or forget about him. But Jesus is not some minor person from an ancient obscure country. He's the true king. He's reigning today over every corner of this world. He deserves to be honoured. So this Christmas, make it a daily habit to see Jesus for who he truly is. He is the main event. He is the star of the show. He's not the icing on the cake. He is the cake. He's the God who became a man, the creator who entered his creation. He's the king who came to serve. This Christmas, be like the Magi who say, where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship.